Hi, I'm Robin Birkin and welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast, a place for women struggling to conceive to find emotional support, conception advice and real talk. To me, being a warrior means true glory is in rising every time we fall, having the courage to be afraid and being ready for whatever challenges cross our path. So welcome, warrior. You're on your way. I promise to support and guide you on every single episode. Let's begin. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of The Fertility Warriors. I'm so grateful that you're here and listening to me. I'm so grateful that You've chosen me to support you on your journey, and hopefully I can continue to do that. I want to let you know that I have a free masterclass coming up if you go to robinburkin.com slash masterclass. So this is going to be about an hour long. It's going to be me with slides, with you will also be able to see my face instead of us just sort of talking over the airwaves. And we're going to talk about a little bit of neuroscience and a little bit of research and how you can actually double your chances of conceiving, even if you're over 35. And I'm calling it IVF Success Secrets. It's for anyone who is doing IVF or IUI and would like to know how to maximize their chances of success. So if you would like to check out that masterclass, it's totally free and it'll be at robinburkin.com slash masterclass. So I want to have a chat with you today. Let's get a little bit honest with each other. The Rob Dog is going to drop a bit of a truth bomb on you. And I want to know if you are hitting the pause button on life. Like, have you just put the brakes on everything? And I want to talk about how this may have come to be like this, how this might be playing out, and a little bit of a pep talk on what we can do about this situation. It's totally understandable, and I did the exact same thing, that we start trying to conceive and we think to ourselves in the early stages, we're like, okay, so I'm going to start trying to conceive and about 10 months from there, that's this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put off all of my leave from work. I'm not going to take any leave from work because I'm going to save that up for when the baby comes. Okay, totally normal, totally like understandable to do that. I did the exact same thing. So we take, we put all of our leave from work on hold. Then we have maybe a job that's a little bit sucky or maybe we're in line for a promotion and we kind of think to ourselves, yeah, but I'm going to be ramping things down or changing or just want to stay where I am because I'm going to be having this baby. So I'm just going to stay put exactly where I am. I'm not going to change anything. I'm not going to do anything. This is exactly what I'm going to do. Some of us feel super stressed about work and everything going on in work. We're convinced ourselves that the stress of our jobs must be what's causing our infertility and that if we quit our jobs, then everything's going to magically be okay. Um, and there's a lot for me to talk about within that topic, sometimes that is 100% the exact right thing that you should do because you need to be able to create some space. You need to be able to really acknowledge what your priorities are in life in order to have a baby. However, sometimes it's not the right thing to do and it's just because we actually 
need to do things that will help us with emotional resiliency and help us not get so stressed out by our work. You know, you can look at people like Richard Branson. He runs Virgin. I feel like he's quite busy. He's got a lot on his plate. How does he manage his stress? It's about having strategies to do that. So sometimes it might not be that. But so sometimes what we do is we put all career things on just pause. We're like, okay, I'm just going to stay where I am or I'm going to go down and quit my job and do this. Then all of our friends who are starting to fall pregnant and entering that phase of their life and it's not really pleasant to be around them sometimes when they're all having children and I will always remember this time when I went out to coffee with my girlfriends and all they did the whole time was talk about naps and how their kids weren't taking naps and what they were doing about toilet training and I don't know about feeding and there was this like people were all doing this eat play sleep thing which I freaking had no idea about at the time of course I know all about it now but I didn't know and I was like this is the pits I had nothing to contribute because I didn't have any children I just left there feeling absolutely crappy and so understandably I distanced myself a little bit from those friends but the problem is I didn't make any new friends So can you see how this might play out in your life? We sit there and then we're trying to make all of these really drastic dietary changes and cope with our relationship that is changing. And it's possibly the first time that we've gone through real kind of conflict and hard times in our marriage. Not saying that that's necessarily the marriage part, but that could be, you know, like going through a hard time together. And that's the first time. And so it's kind of like everything good in life has been parked. Can you relate? Is this what you have kind of done? Because that's exactly what I did. But then what's happened is as if that's not bad enough, so we've taken away all of the good stuff and then we've replaced it with injections and blood tests and tracking our basal body temperature and, you know, all of these dietary things, all of these super fun police, no fun, crappy things. So we've put life on pause and all of the good stuff, all of the progression, all of the goals have been replaced by this one thing that's a sucky, sucky thing. So is that you? Is that what's happened here? And so... This is the part where now I give you a little bit of a pep talk. Sis, there is no rewind on life. There is actually no pause button on life and there's no opportunity for you to replay or redo any of it. As crap as that might be, life is going to continue on whether you are living it or whether you are not living it. And it's up to you whether, you know, like you kind of get involved in life or you let life just pass you by. And that's fine for us to, at the beginning of our conception journey, put some of our plans on hold. That's fine for us to save up some of our leave. But the situation that you are in now is not the situation that you were in when you first started trying to conceive. 
and you're possibly holding on, gripping really tightly to what you thought was going to happen, which is clearly not happening. And that sucks. And that is how one of the ways in which we end up going down the rabbit hole into places like depression and anxiety. And if that's how you're starting to feel, then you need to do something about it. That's why I run the Fertility Warrior Intensive and other programs like that. And we dive exactly into all of these topics, how to navigate life and navigate a really, really hard time in your life at the same time as having a really fucking awesome life that you love that is happening alongside itself. We feel like we can't have two kind of polar opposite things happening at the same time. Like it has to be one or the other. Life either has to be shitty or it has to be amazing unicorns and rainbows. And actually that's not how it is always going to play out. So what I want to ask you today is what have you been putting on pause? And then, you know, like when we're in really tough times in our lives, It's not even about taking our foot off pause. It's about injecting way more things that make life amazing, things that help you look after yourself, things that help you look after your mental health. So you need to be doing more of that kind of stuff, more things that light you up, that give you energy, that give you a buzz, right? So What kind of things can you add in that might do that? And we have like a whole module where we talk about these. We have worksheets and things like that. It's like one tiny element of the Fertility Warrior Intensive. But I want to ask you, and I really wanted to share this with you because it's so valuable and it's so true. What can you do? What can you add in on your journey, in your life that will look after you, that will make you have more fun? Can you start a new hobby craft skill there's you know when they do workplace I don't know what you call it like workplace satisfaction where you have psychologists that go into workplaces that look at productivity worker satisfaction all of those kind of things they've researched it and there's you know like four different things that you can do to help your workers I guess feel less stressed and less overwhelmed and things like that and one of those things they call mastery And it might seem counterproductive, but that your employees will, when they finish work, go to a class or something like that. So maybe you work as a, I don't know, let's give a boring job, um, a computer technician, right? Let's say you work as a computer technician and you spend all day sat at the computer, I don't know, troubleshooting. And when people call you and they're like, oh, this doesn't work with my computer. And you're like, oh, have you tried turning it on and off? Or then you like the computer technician Googles the answer. So let's say that's your job. So then they say, well, go out and do something like a dance class or a Spanish class something that has absolutely nothing to do with the job that you're doing, but that helps you master a new skill. So that could be knitting for foster animals from the bush. It could be all sorts of things like Spanish or dancing, but it's something that they've proven, even though it would seem like weird that after work, you go out and then do another thing, but then that gives you more energy, but it does. Um, And that's what we need is we only have a limited amount of physical and emotional energy 
and we're kind of just sucking it out and draining it out. We're only engaging in really draining activities. So that is what I want to talk to you. And here's the thing. Where you're at right now is where you're at right now. This is happening. Life is continuing. This has happened. So, you know, we can't, we've got to stop at some point and, you know, let go of the plans that we had, let go of the plans that we're trying to desperately push and make happen for the future and just say, okay, what can I do right now for me on my journey? Do things really need to wait? Do I really need to wait to take a holiday? Is postponing my next IVF cycle for one month really going to make or break whether I fall pregnant or not? The chances are no. Even if you are 40, I don't think that your fertility would drastically decline that much in one month. Six months maybe, but for one month for you to just go out on a holiday and not worry about something for a change or just go out and have a massage, like one month of taking things off on your cycle is not going to make or break your cycle. And I understand completely the desperation that's there because I've been there. I was on the brink of getting hyperstimulation and they said to me, do you want to freeze all of your embryos? I was like, fuck no, I want them in now. Because my mentality was that I could not possibly wait a month for them to freeze and thaw. I needed those embryos put in right now. But hindsight's a bitch and I that was the cycle. I did get a hyperstimulation. I got moderate case of hyperstimulation and then I had a miscarriage. The whole fucking world crumbled around me and I was like, Robin, what have you been doing? How have you been living your life? What have you been doing? It was like saying to myself, I was like, you can't continue on like this. You can't keep putting life on pause, keep sucking the joy out of everything or having joy suckers and nothing that's going to give you back joy and started to take my foot off the brakes of my life and actually start to live my life, relax just a little bit about my diet and things like that. Diet is still so, so important, but I think that we need to also recognize that sometimes when we're trying to be super perfect, and 100% perfect, then the stress that that can cause, which if you Google like the HPA axis, that's where we talk about your hypothalamus, your pituitary gland, and your adrenal glands. And your hypothalamus is where like a lot of your reproductive hormones come from. And it's all connected to your adrenals and your pituitary gland. And that's where, you know, like fight or flight, chronic stress keeps us in fight or flight mode. That's where you know, it's all connected and they're all affecting each other. That sometimes when we're trying to be too perfect, you know, like it's all a bit of a balancing act, right? But we just throw shit right out of balance. And so sometimes it's about being like, okay, what's going to bring me just a little bit of joy right now? Do you know what? I think that I can maybe once a week or once a fortnight have a cocktail when I go out. I'm not going to sit here and every night have three glasses of wine but I am going to have the most delicious cocktail that I savor that feels really good and really fancy and really special when I go out and I'm going to enjoy it. And that was kind of 
the start of me changing things. Ross and I went to Lombok. It was the first time that we had a holiday where I just sat by the pool. I read books by the pool. That was probably the first time, y'all, in like 15 years that I actually read a paper book. I read now lots of audiobooks, but I still struggle with printed books. But I was sat there and I just read some books by the pool. I went and got massages. I had like a cocktail here and there. I had a couple of beers. And that was really the start of things turning around for me. Was there one thing that turned around for me on my journey? Was there one thing that I can ultimately attribute to my success? No. We've just finished the infertility stress series. So go back. They're super short episodes. But That's where I shared five actual things that you can do. But is there one thing that's going to make a difference? No, even if those five things, you know, then none of them is going to be the 100% game changer for you. But if you do lots of little things and if you start trying to slowly change your mindset one step at a time, then that's how you end up having massive changes in the way that you're coping, changes in your resiliency. And these are all things that are really important, not just right now. They're really important for when you fall pregnant. They're really important for when you become a parent. So take your foot off pause. Consider like, even if you want to just journal on, okay, what happens if I'm still on my fertility journey in essentially the same place as I was like same place in 10 years time, how would I regret how I've lived my life or how would I wish that I had lived my life differently? And it's, guys, it's so highly unlikely that your journey will take 10 years, but it is highly likely that it may take another year, another two years, another three, four years. That's really common. So, Think about how you want to live your life and whether you want to just let this portion of your life pass you by or whether you want to fully enjoy life right now and, you know, have a really fucking awesome life alongside going through something that is really, really hard. So that's kind of the thought for today. As I said, I have a free masterclass coming up. It's going to be awesome and it's going to give you a really good insight into how we can really affect egg quality, what some of the neuroscience says and what some of the research studies that have come out that some of them have shown that we can double our IVF and IUI success rates by implementing some really simple strategies. So I hope that you'll join me, robinberkin.com slash workshop. And thank you so much for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Fertility Warriors podcast with me, your host, Robin Birkin. If you would like more tools, resources and courses to help you survive your journey, please head to robinberkin.com. And if you like this podcast, please share it with others. I look forward to catching you at the next episode.